The Highlander Podcast is brought to you by Outdoor Product Design and Development, a four-year undergraduate degree focused on training the next generation of product creators for the sports and outdoor industries. Learn more at opdd.usu.edu. The Highlander Podcast is sponsored by the Outdoor Recreation Archive, a collaboration between OPDD and USU Special Collections to preserve the history and print materials of the people, products, and brands of the outdoor industry. Follow the archive at Outdoor Rec Archive on Instagram. The Highlander Podcast is sponsored by the Utah Outdoor Association, a business association focused on elevating Utah's outdoor industry through educational programming and events. Their membership consists of Utah's outdoor manufacturers, retailers, outfitters, and guides. Member benefits include networking opportunities, recruitment of talent, and brand promotion. More information about volunteering and membership is available at utahoutdoor.org. On this episode, we talked to Molly Gurr, an exchange student with OPDD, as well as Evan Howard, Senior Vice President of Design and Development at MyMedic. We talked about the recent MyMedic Design Sprint hosted on USU campus. Joining me today um, is Molly Gurr, who's one of our OPDD students, um, an exchange student who's joining us. I think you're our first ex- exchange student ever to OPDD. How does that feel? It's exciting. I think I might be. I told about this when I was doing the application, um, sorting out my classes. But yes, I've come from um, Nottingham in England and yeah, here for the semester. Well, that's great. It's been great to have you here. You're here for the semester, right? Um, I guess I'd, I'd love to learn a little bit more about um, your journey to OPDD. And then we're going to talk a little bit about um, this design sprint that you've participated in with MyMedic and with Evan Howard um, as a part of this two-part, um, well, not two-part episode, but two interviews uh, talking about the MyMedic um, design sprint. But do you mind sharing a little bit about I guess, how you got into design, um, kind of your design experience prior to coming to OPDD, and then what led you to, to our program to do this semester here? Uh, yeah, so um, I got into design because I always knew I wanted to do something that combined like science and art. I was interested in both, and I wasn't sure whether to go completely into art or completely into something more science or engineering based. And then I found out about product design. It was the perfect blend. Um, I feel like it really values both sides equally. So that's how I got into design. Um, And then from there, I looked at like a lot of interest, but I think my main interest is in medical or health design. So I started on a science-based product design course in Nottingham um, from there. And yeah, really enjoy the whole design process. Um, And then I knew I really wanted to do an exchange. I wanted to go somewhere else, learn about design from like a new perspective, a different interest, because I've always been interested in outdoor design. I enjoy outdoor activities, but I didn't know it could be so specialized um, until now. And so when I heard about the Utah experience, it was something I knew I wanted to do. I wanted to sort of get a really well-rounded design experience so that when I leave university, I've seen lots of different perspectives, lots of different viewpoints. and I can, I know, like I've explored different interests and I don't feel like I've cut anything off. Um, and yeah, so that was why I came to do this exchange. And with design, I think I definitely want to carry on exploring different interests. I really like the look of the automotive industry, 
um, the analog sportswear design really interests me as well. Um, but yes, that's how I came to be here. Well, I guess that was my next question, right? It's like, what are your ultimate career goals? You mentioned a few of your, your mm. interests. Um, where, where do you eventually want to end up? You've mentioned medical design kind of being the beginning, but where, where do you kind of see yourself? Where do you want to go? I sort of, I want to, what I think I like about design most is that you can do anything. Like you can mm-hmm. be in a class of someone who's like one person's doing skis, another person's doing rock climbing, another person's doing like car design. And that's, I really like the idea that you can change. So I'd hopefully, I'd like to do, I'd like to, I really like medical design. I think it's really interesting. Um, but I would like to go do some more creative stuff, such as like shoe design, sportswear design. I think it's really interesting. I do think the automotive industry has really interesting um, design, especially like UX design. Um, so I'm not sure exactly, like I know I probably want to end up in medicals. I find that the most interesting and the most like, compelling, but I don't want to sort of cut myself off and not do something as creative um, or like as outdoorsy and so I don't know exactly yet but I, I like about design that you can do so much and like you're not just like set doing the same thing every day like you can go anywhere do anything and it's so broad that you're yeah that there's you're not going to be bored it sounds so exciting right well that's um, I guess the good thing is, is you don't have to know exactly what you're going to do yet. Right. Yes. Um, I don't think any of us really do, but um, I think that is a really powerful facet of design and product design, right. Is products are everywhere. Right. And products are yeah. in all different types of industries. And so I think it's great that you don't pigeonhole yourself into one, one category or one discipline and leave mm-hmm. yourself open because there's design problems everywhere um, mm. that, that you can solve, but. Um, you participated in this design sprint that we hosted. It's something that we did a lot pre COVID and, um, and, um, I mean, we're still kind of in, in the midst of that, but, but obviously, you know, well, hopefully on, on the rise, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and taking precautions, but we, we started hosting, um, design sprints again, um, here on campus in person with companies. And for, for those who might not know, a brief explanation is we invite brands to campus, um, typically on Fridays when our classes are a little more open, our lab spaces are open, um, fewer students have, have courses those days. Um, and the brand brings a design brief. Um, we, any student who wants to participate can sign up and come. It's, it's totally extracurricular. Um, and the students are expected over the course of the day to, um, tackle that design brief and go from research to concept to prototype, um, uh, in really a short amount of time. Um, and we had um, Evan Howard, um, the senior vice president of design and development at MyMedic, um, join us and presented a design challenge to you all. And, and I don't know if we're going to get into specifically what what you developed, because um, I'm assuming they want to develop that and uh, maybe not share exactly what it is just yet, um, because it was such a great idea that that, that you and the other team came up with. But um I, th- this company is in the in the medical space, first aid kits, right? Um, they've wanted to branch out into new categories, specifically into sport. Um, what interested you in in this opportunity when we when we advertised it? Kind of this ac- accelerated uh, design exercise with a real company. What was interesting to you about that? I think, like first and foremost, that like my personal interest in sport and medical design. It just seems something really interesting. Um, and looking at the company as well, like Evan pointed out, they're one of the first com- companies that are doing something innovative 
in first aid where it hasn't been done before. Um, so that was the first thing to me. And also I like design sprints because I'm, I'm, I procrastinate a lot. So I find design sprints really help me think fast and like prioritize my thinking. So I find them really beneficial just to make me learn in a way that's really quick, really efficient and probably more industry related than when I'm doing like these nice long projects um, that I can really take my time with. I feel like it makes me get really good results really quickly because of that time pressure and then you're learning so quickly from everyone around you as well, which I really like. And it's, you're just all on board, all doing the same thing, all trying to help each other. It's just like, I feel like a really nice team environment as well. Like you're not having to worry about like our group chats and all this stuff because you're doing it there and then in the moment. Yeah. How is it doing something so quickly? You mentioned that it helps maybe a, someone who procrastinates and I do that sometimes <laughs> myself, um, but to have like a, okay, nine to three, um, mm-hmm we need something you have to deliver something like how how was that for you to do something in such an accelerated um time frame i think the it was i liked it in a way that it was made like all decisions had to be like short like short and sharp there wasn't time to like think through them which in some ways i feel like limits the options a little bit because you don't have time to go down certain routes you've got to cut off quite early i think like there's like that method like the double diamond i feel like mm-hmm. you don't quite it's almost just like rather than diamonds, you do just sort of like bubbles instead because you don't right. have time to verge out and there's no time in a way to take risks. So I think you're just going straight for the most viable option, um, the option that makes the most sense that you're almost like from the research, you know, is going to work rather than not like sort of like trying all these other things, which is really interesting. But I think it definitely, one thing I find sort of stressful is sometimes it's like, oh, you're we have all these options. We could research this, this, and this, but it's also like, oh, we haven't got the time. We need to prioritize this. We don't have time to render that like that. Um, so I found that sort of frustrating in a way, but then it's also nice that you just sort of like, in a way that that's, the decision's almost taken out of your hands because of the time pressure. It's like, there is no like, oh, what if we did this? It's like, there's no time to be like, what ifs? It's like, we just need to do it, which is quite nice in a way. So it's just like, this is the most viable option we came up with under the time limits rather than like oh in more time it's like oh i'm sure we could have looked at this this and this and gone down that avenue but i think it really just prioritizes like what will work and what makes sense rather than like oh in an ideal world this would be lovely but like i think a design sprint it's just like okay this has to work like now and we have to be able to make this now kind of thing right i think it's it's really throwing you all into the deep end, you know, to really expose you to like, what is the extreme that you might be able to find yourself in within a company? I think ideally a company finds itself in between, right? Like Mm -hmm. taking way too much time or going way too fast. I think most are probably more in the middle. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think this is more of a, okay, we want to throw you in just to show you like the extreme side of, of what it might be like to be on a product team. And um, I think ideally there's a lot more research that, that goes into it, even though I think, yeah, I mean, you had like a two hour block to conduct your research. I think in a normal company, you'd have a lot more time, but um, I think just trying to simulate some of those real world interactions, experiences, problems that you're going to face within a company is really kind of the point of it. So hopefully that came across. Um, what did you feel about like working on something real world? I mean, you've done a number of internships and so you've had more of that exposure to life within a company or within a design team or, or, you know, probably had a lot more experience tackling real, real world problems. Like what's the difference for you when you're working on something that's real world with a real company 
versus something that's more theory. They both have their place, you know, theory in the classroom versus in practice. What, what's been your experience there? I think the first thing that comes to mind is that people are more honest. I think when they know you're on a time pressure and this is going to sell, if someone doesn't like something or it's wasting time, they'll just say straight away rather than in a longer project. It's like, oh, let's find a way to work around this, include everyone's ideas, that sort of thing where it's theoretical. Whereas I think what's nice in it, like, like double-edged sword kind of thing, like it's nice because you get an opinion and an answer straight away and you cut out a lot of future problem, like something that if at the time you're like, oh, not sure about that, we can work on it. But in a real industry example, they'll just straight away cut it off. Like, let's stop that there because that's not working. You don't waste any more time on it. Um, so I think that's really nice about the industry side of it. I also think everyone sort of mm-hmm. like having the experts, like Evan's opinion and Maddie's and um, everyone else's from the team's opinion, because you know you're, it matters more that everyone gives more detailed critique I feel like and they're more willing to give opinions because they want you to act on them straight away um but I think it was yeah the best example was nice just like the flow of it and knowing that like the design process you do it works in industry and out of industry and um just practicing that if anything was really really useful and just getting the hang of it and doing it quickly and becoming more like just like a habit rather than like a oh what's the next step kind of thing like just around people that this is their like process every day so like did they just flow into it and then that becoming more natural I think was one of the the biggest like things to notice right I feel like that's the biggest transition right going from okay I'm following the double diamond design Mm. you know process to I just do it instinctively, right? I think that's a huge transition that I think everyone is trying to, you know, I don't know when is the point that you, that finally clicks, right? It's obviously a transition, but hopefully sprints kind of can, can show like how people in industry are naturally making the instinctively making those decisions and implementing their process. And, and you can see how it's being done in the real world and hopefully start to pull things from them. Um, how was it working on a team with other students? So you had a team of, let's see, you had other two others on your team, mm-hmm. um, everyone with their own unique background, skill set. I saw, I mean, one person on your team, super talented when it comes to like 3D design and rendering and like can do crank out renders really quickly. Like, how was it like pulling in people with different experiences and skill sets? Like, what, what was that like for you? I think it's, it's so beneficial. I really like working in a team. I personally hate working on my own. I feel like it's just, I don't know, I hate it, but like, I feel like in a team, you bounce ideas off each other. They like all your ideas get better when you're in a group because you're thinking more widely. Everyone has a different input. It was really interesting working with a group, especially when you've got you know, people who are more 3D modeling based, people who have um, more like sketching or theoretical based, and then bringing that all together sort of I feel like it can only be beneficial and it can only move you more forward more efficiently um and I feel like you cut out a lot of time before when it's like oh you're one person trying to do everything trying to learn something new whilst also like bringing in that and remember that and I feel like it's it really like streamlines how you work or I work definitely like rather than trying to think of everything at once and make notes and start everything prioritizing things with different people when everyone can know their strengths and weaknesses so you're all working together and I feel like it it helps everyone then just become more efficient because you're not having to work 
on your weaknesses too much because your weaknesses are someone else's strengths and then you're just it, everything just works better and I feel one one sort of only downfall of group work is like communication sometimes and especially on a a short or sort of like a on a time limit time pressured thing like the design sprint when there's a disagreement there's no time really to sort of like talk it out but just be like I disagree this went well because of this and the other person disagrees and it just sort of becomes like a okay well this like we've only got time to do this so this is what's happening that sort of thing I think you have to become quite blunt in a team and just be like well at the end of the day we only have five minutes that we're meant to present so we don't really have time for this decision anyway right. um so that's the only downside but I, I love working in a team I think it was a really great team we really benefited each other we were very chatty and it worked really well to really push our ideas forwards and then bring in different experiences and different um just sort of like knowledges of different materials as well that really brought everything together. Right. So you, you t- touched on this a little bit, right? Like that communication piece and being able to say like, we don't have time for that. Right. Like, it seems like it would be really easy to get into a position where feelings could get hurt. Mm. Um, you know, this idea that you're championing, like you, it becomes a part of you. And so if someone critiques it, you're, you feel like you're being attacked or critiqued. Mm. How do you feel about that? Have you ever been in that position where you're holding some, something so close and it feels like someone's attacking you? Like, how do you separate yourself from what you create? Yeah, definitely. Cause I think part of it is it's so exciting. So I think when you create something, it's like, it's quite personal. Mm-hmm. And so when someone critiques it yeah I feel like you have to just take a step back for a moment and just be like okay this is my work that I've created in its very short space of time I don't need to be that attached to it it's not like and also I think I'm remembering that like just because the that idea doesn't work like there and then doesn't mean like throw it away like sometimes I'll just be like oh okay I like that idea it doesn't fit now I'll just like make a quick note of it in my phone so I can keep an eye not keep an eye on it but like check keep it in check and then without being like, oh, I've lost my idea and like no one appreciates it, that sort of thing. Um, I do feel like it's one of the things that I feel like going into design sprint, you're going into a little bubble of like energy and like, oh, it's so fast and everything, quick decisions and all that. And it's not, you just have to go into that and kind of leave normal design, at, not normal design, but it's in the normal length of design where you could appreciate and go over all your ideas and critique them fully and analyze them at the door because you haven't got time for that. So you've almost just got to leave your, like just be incredibly rational and just be like, okay, it's a yes, no logical situation. That's not a, Oh, maybe, but if this kind of thing, like it's a, that's, I think it takes like a minute. I think it takes after the first couple of times when like you disagree or have to, or have to disagree with someone else when they clearly care about an idea it's difficult. But I think you just all have to be like, okay, this is, we don't have time in the end to go over this. We just need to, you know, what's most viable, what's going to work. And almost like not like take people out of it, but I feel sometimes you just have to be really rational and logical and like black and white about it and just like this is what's working, this is what isn't. Um, but I do think it does get difficult. But yeah, it's one of those things I feel like you just have to sort of take a moment and be like, okay, it's, it's not it's, like it's not that deep, like <laughs> it's okay. Right. right. Um, but it's definitely difficult. And I feel like, I, especially during a design sprint, I personally feel like I get quite blunt just because. I, I'm, I get very aware of the time mm-hmm. and that's one thing I do feel I, I, like I like to be organized so I'm usually make a little timetable and if I'm not sticking to that I don't like it obviously and then <laughs> so I do feel like sometimes I've been blunt and then I feel guilty afterwards like oh no did I say something like that I feel like everyone in the moment is also like you just gotta say it how it is 
you've yeah. got to move on. And if you faff around, then you end up with something that none of you really like because none mm. of, no one actually was honest about it. Um, so yeah, I think it's, it's like nice, but it's, you just gotta, I feel like it's an exciting bubble anyway. So you've just got to take it as it is in that moment and not overthink it too much. Right. And I think part of that mm-hmm. is like setting the expectation. And I think Evan set a good expectation that it's like, I mean, these are concepts, right? We want you to flesh them out, but like you, you can't get too attached. Like he, I mean, I, I think he set the mood pretty mm-hmm. early on. Right. Um, and what the expectations were too. So I think that helps um, without sharing exactly what you made for, because it's possible the company might develop it. And we don't want to give anything away. I, I think what was really cool is, is you had the chance to like, look at the company where it's at um, and explore some of these new categories that they they are breaking into. I think it's safe to say that they're breaking into sport. They're breaking into activity. They're breaking into recovery. And, um, and I think, I think the challenge was really interesting to you. It was a little more open-ended, right. With, you know, help us imagine the future of recovery, right. Mm-hmm. For athletes um, and, and you and the other group, it was a little open-ended, right? It's like, you know, you know, recovery and sport could mean a lot of different things. And, and I think each of you took it in a slightly different direction, but ultimately they were very similar and, and complementary in a lot of ways. Um, how did you feel about the challenge to like envision like the future of, of a category? Um, Mm -hmm. and really the future of the brand. I mean, in some ways, like you are working on a product, but also looking at like, how are we reinventing this, this whole brand at the same time? What was that? I mean, that's, that's a big project at the end of the day. That's more than just one, one product. Hmm. I think it was, it was almost like quite a lot of pressure, especially having Evan and the team there, because it was so lovely and so helpful that, but having them there and then being like, oh, I need to impress you and this incredibly broad open-ended brief at the beginning and it surprised me I was like oh this is lots of possibilities um it was it was a little bit scary I think also I think having such an open-ended brief in a short space of time almost felt like oh my goodness like there's no way we're going to be able to get through like all the possibilities in this amount of time like there's so many areas we could go down um especially I think since recovery is such like a new like there's so much new stuff coming into it at the moment um that it's sort of like and also there's always that sort of around you like how futuristic is too futuristic like is this going to be like like this is going to be sold tomorrow is this going to be sold in 10 years time like there's mm. that i think it was really broad which is exciting but scary when you're under such like a time pressure like i think it really makes you think like okay we've got to narrow this straight down right now um and it was it was really interesting really exciting and it was so to have like a company that are saying like, oh, we could possibly use this. It was so motivating to be like, oh, this is something that you could actually go out and possibly see. I think I was so excited to think like one day I might actually see this on a shop shelf, um, which was, yeah, that was really motivating. I think really made me and like everyone think more like detail orientated as well because of how like if this is going to actually be viable, it's got to work and um, and after that, added to the stress as well, and to the decision making, because it was like, well, this is like this could be a possibility. Like this isn't like a theoretical thing. Like this could happen, which was it was really really exciting. It was really good. I think that's there's that constant balance, right, of like innovation versus practicality and feasibility. And um, I thought some of the feedback at the end um, for you and your team that was really interesting was 
we could do this tomorrow. Mm. I thought that was really interesting, right? It's like, we could produce this tomorrow and that's got to feel really good knowing that, oh, okay, we, we created something that is, you know, within the constraints and, and fits the brand and, um, mm. isn't, uh, uh, <laughs> doesn't uh, require any crazy manufacturing capabilities. Mm. It, it's within, you know, the capabilities of the company right now. I, I thought that was really interesting. So, and and. I imagine really exciting at the same time, like we, like, like you said, um, have you had that experience of creating something and you've seen it produced like from a prior internship or is that something you're still looking forward to? Um, I haven't, when I've done design sprints before, they've all been, I'm trying to think theoretical. Mm -hmm. So this was really exciting to have a design sprint that was like, wow, in this amount of time, we made something that actually works and, could like could go onto shop shelves. So I haven't had anything before that has been a realistic design sprint. It's all been like theoretical briefs. Um, so this was, it was really exciting, but I look forward to doing more that are like where it could be like, oh my goodness, this is like actually might happen. Right. Totally. Well, that's, that's the hope, right? That's kind of how we, we sell it to companies. So it's bring a, a problem that you need solved that could, could really, uh, really go to market. So, um, I guess just any parting thoughts on, on the whole experience. I mean, you and your team did a great job. The other team did a great job. I thought it was awesome that Evan basically saw potential in, in both concepts. And, and I said this earlier, but in a lot of ways, the, the concepts that you came up with were very complimentary of each other. Um, I guess what, any parting thoughts from, from your experience and in the sprint? Um, I think it was, it was a great experience. I really enjoyed it. I think it really, where we had the whole morning to do research really made me value, like before I felt like research sometimes it's like, oh, I just want to research and then really quickly get onto ideation. I want to start making it. I want to see what mm-hmm. it would look like, render it. And I think having the whole morning on research made me value that a lot more. Made me think like, oh, this, like this really needs to be like evidence backed up. Like we can explore other options. I think that was really valuable. Um, and just in general, the whole team experience was really, really good. It just, I think it gives me a real like check-in of like when you're working that fast as how well things can work, like just because of the time limit, just, it really makes sense. Like it, although it seems crazy, like, oh, you're doing like all this stuff in like however many hours it, by the end of it, like it made sense. It clearly worked. Um, so I think that's something to take away for me personally is that like even though it was it may seem like chaotic like oh my goodness we're trying to do so many things at once and we're under like we've got 10 minutes left it clearly works so it's like a a chaotic method that i will use again that's awesome no that's great well glad that you were able to participate i'm glad it was helpful um how can people stay in touch with your work? Is there a good way to do that? I know that a lot of students are still trying to figure out, oh, where do I put my portfolio? My portfolio is not done or my LinkedIn's not ready. Is there a good way for people to stay in touch with your work in the future? Um, at the moment, I'm in the process of like curating my design Instagram. So it's not finished yet, but I will be posting it on my LinkedIn, which is just my name, Molly Gurr. Um, and yes, from there, I have my design Instagram and I will have my Adobe portfolio on there. So that's great. Well, we'll at least link to your LinkedIn in the show notes of this episode. So people can find that and all of your other work um, from there. But Molly, thanks for taking some time to share a little bit about your experience and how it went. Um, again, we're happy to have you in the program. Excited to, to have you here and, and hope it's been going well and you're enjoying yourself here. Thank you. I am. Thank you for having me.
Well, welcome back, everyone. This is Chase, and joining me today is Evan Howard, Senior Vice President of Design and Development at MyMedic. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course. I, I should also, also mention adjunct, at one point, adjunct faculty member, taught one of our classes. We appreciate you doing that. Been super involved in our program um, for a few years now at this point. So um, you just wanted to have you on to talk a little bit about design sprints. Um uh, this recent project that that you brought to our students and and I, I think wrapped up really nicely, but wanted to debrief and and just talk a little bit about how it came together and um, how you thought it went and um, as well as just you know talk a little bit about the work that you're doing right now with with my medic. So maybe to set the stage, do you want to talk a little bit about my medic, kind of where you guys are at and and maybe what spurred the design sprint? Yeah, so my medic is a um... It's a medical supply company. We focus mostly on first aid supplies um, and sort of in that first responder space, professionals, you know, fire, EMT, EMT and whatnot. Um, and their company was really like, it really came out of like a, a family tragedy. Um, the father of several children um, of, of his children were, uh, he was killed in a car wreck. And uh, from that, they took the money from, from, from that, him passing, and they started my medic uh, with the purpose of creating an experience for people that wasn't like theirs. Uh, their, their father passed because he didn't have the medical supplies or tourniquet that he needed to save his life. Um, and so it's a really great brand and they have a great purpose and focusing on that experience of sort of trying to elevate someone else's experience and not have a tragic experience where we always focus on what's the best version of this story that could happen instead of, well, that was really tragic story. Like what's the better version. Um, And so, yeah, I mean, my medic really is is born from that. And uh, really as I came into my medic, the the obvious thing to me was um, there's so many people who, touch uh, first aid across so many demographics, so many different spaces to design in. And it's kind of sleepy. It's kind of dated. It's very medical, clinical looking. Um, It's just not cool. Um, And so I really wanted to create this sort of meta cool uh, version of what first aid could be. Um, And so really pushing the brand to, to go in new avenues and new demographics to, to do that. And that's kind of what led me to the design uh, sprint. Um, been looking for opportunities to do a design sprint uh, with USU. Because um, I valued them a lot when I was in school at Art Center College of Design. And uh, we had sim- something similar. And it, it created so much value and understanding for me as a student um, that l- has led me in my profession uh, the professional side of my, my, my work. So yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to get there. Can you speak to what some of those previous, well, design storms, I guess, in, at, at art center, yeah. what, what were those experiences? Like what, what was it like? What did you do? How were they formatted just for context? Yeah. You know, um, with those, they would bring different companies um, from under armor, Amazon, Nestle, um, and even some local governments like uh, the city of Long Beach, um, which I worked on on several of those. And um, what was really interesting is 
the they would bring in these these industry leaders and say, hey, we've got you know three days. Let's talk about all the ways that you guys want to be innovative or where you guys are lacking. And they would sort of present the opportunity um, or the the this this problem space that they had. Um, you know, for Nestle, they were they're really trying to figure out, and this is way before um, you know, we went into lockdown or anything years ago. They wanted to know how they could reach out to do more uh, more products to customers direct to their home. And so we did a whole design storm uh, at Art Center around that. And they really structured around, let's do some research, let's understand the problem first, and then let's innovate some ideas, and then let's dive deeper and create some concepts. And, and it was just fabulous. And uh, I really loved the interaction because it taught me how to approach um, industry people um, differently than I would approach a um, like a class project. Um, class project, it was all on my own thinking where an industry project like those, um, you have to consider what their needs are and their stakeholders, and you have to think differently. You're not thinking for yourself. You're thinking for a larger brand. So, right, right. Really yeah, we, that's, that's awesome. We, we had started implementing design sprints a couple of years ago um, as an extracurricular activity uh, for students to participate in. We just kind of found, oh, our Fridays are a little sleepier around here. We don't schedule classes. We try to reserve Fridays for like industry opportunities, guest guest lectures, you know, information sessions with companies, tours of of um, of uh, you know company offices, that sort of thing. And and I was starting to feel the same way. It's, we had a lot of guest speakers visiting the program, um, but that interaction is okay. The guest speaker shares information that maybe the students get to ask some questions later on. It's it's great, but then they're gone. Um, and there's no further interaction beyond that, unless the student goes and, you know, reaches out and builds that relationship on their own. And so we thought, how cool would it be, would it be to take a Friday and go nine to three, invite a brand, present a project, and then have students have that opportunity to interact, just like you said, um, and actually get to see what it's like to work with a designer. Um, mm. even if it's just an accelerated, you know, you know, a, a, you know, a six hour experience or seven hour experience, um, that's better than, than nothing. And it gives students kind of that opportunity to not only work with their peers on a real project, but like you said, inter interface with real designers on real problems and hopefully give the students a chance to actually see themselves in the industry. And then, um, hopefully walk away with a project and, uh, that they could put in their portfolio and some confidence as well feeling like, oh, I belong here. Like I worked on something. I, I contributed something. I, I really worked on, on a real project that could potentially go to market or have some kind of influence within the company. So we, we started doing that a couple of years ago and, um, you know, wanted to revive that, um, you know, here, here on campus and, and get those going again. Um, since we haven't been able to do those the whole, you know, last year and a half, two years. So, um, I'm glad that we both shared that interest in, yeah. in these real life experiences with students and that opportunity. Now we kind of took that three day experience and, and accelerated it even more to like a one day. Um, mm -hmm. What, what did you hope to achieve? Like, you know, bringing a, a, a challenge to the students, what were you hoping to achieve? You don't have to dive too deep into the, you know, sure. what you wanted to solve yeah. necessarily, if there's anything proprietary there, but what did you hope to get out of an experience working with students? 
Yeah, you know, for us, uh, we were exploring new spaces, uh, new uh, areas of interest. And um, in first aid, there's there's all kinds of types of first aid. There's sort of high trauma, which we're, we're pretty good at at this point. Um, there's sort of comfort care things that we're working on. Um, and there's also things like recovery or prevention, uh, you know, first aid, which is, is more... It's more you, you see more of this in sports and fitness arenas uh, where you're, you're you're dealing with athletes and injury and stuff like that. Um, and so we really wanted to explore some of these spaces with some of the students. And really, the hope was is that we could see sort of a light at the end of the tunnel. Like, oh, okay, in these different spaces, it might look like this, um, or we could go in this direction. Or what is the vibe of that space? Um, and I think working with students to do that in a design sprint, they come out of our company with no sort of preconceived notions um, and no filter, right? And they're going to say and explore spaces that we internally or in-house would not even consider. We would sort of discount it already, right? And so getting that whole different approach um, even if it just validates what we have been thinking is fine, but often it leads you to totally new concepts. And in, in this design sprint that was you know six hours, I think it did just that. It opened up the door for us to understand, wow, this is a great space for us. Um, and also, wow, all these opportunities to do things super different in a very sleepy industry. So, yeah, wow. it's really great. It's uh, so just for those who don't know the kind of the structure of the day is like, especially with your, your sprint, um, it was like morning was research lunch and then afternoon was okay. Like what's, what are these solutions that you're, you're developing? And, and we, we put a call out to the whole program and said, whoever wants to participate can come on Friday and, and participate in the sprint. Um, we, we do it that way just so you know that so the brand knows that the people that are coming to participate really want to be there right this isn't an assignment it's not tied to a grade um you know this is this is for students who really want to just get that experience and are hungry for that opportunity and and like almost get a high off of you know working on real problems for real people and so um we, you know, I, I was excited by the group that, that came out to participate. It was, it was a small group, but I think, you know, of the six that were there, all like super talented students who like came with really interesting ideas. And, um, I, I think, and maybe you can touch on this too. It was interesting. We, we split the, the, the two, well, into two groups. Right. And over the course of the day, you know, they had some different ideas, but ultimately, the solutions that they came up with were pretty similar. And if you put them together, it would be a really interesting concept, but what was that like interacting with them throughout the course of the day and, and seeing the evolution of their ideas and being yeah. there to help, you know, set up some, some guide rails and help nudge them in the right direction. Like what was that like to interact with them throughout the day? Yes. You know, one of the things I found really interesting about this is, uh, we, I mean, we are, we do a lot of hiring. We actually have several students from USU who work for uh, my medic and uh, we always have so many opportunities and it's good to see how the program is, is training these designers to think um, and to execute. Right. And so I think there's two real main skill sets. There is thinking and identifying um, insights and opportunities, which is the first part of that day. 
we were researching, but we're trying to find what are these insights that we're seeing? And from those insights, what does the opportunity look like? Oh, it looks like this. And I think um, doing that and seeing how the students work, um, the, uh, the students from USU are very equipped to research and understand really well. Um, and I, you know, we, I gave them a little head start with, here's some background of where we want to go. We think there's a space here. Um, so I gave them a little precursor of what they might want to explore, but ultimately explore this further and, and find some trends that you feel like you, you align with and that you feel like would align with the brand. And that morning session was really great. And then just to sort of talk, you know, casually over lunch about different ideas and sort of, you know, getting to know these students and just really seeing the kinds of people that they are and what they value. And I think that's really important too, as a brand to come and see, you know, these younger designers who have, you know, they're mission focused on certain aspects of life and they have certain interests in sport or other things. And it's just interesting to see that take and then see it in their, their execution in the afternoon. And just really seeing that execution um, visual, you know, using strong visualization and um, really like coming out with concepts that are flushed out by the end of the day. And these are fast. And so, to see the, the progress and direction in that short period of time uh, was really great to see. Well, I think, I think some people might look at that and feel like, wow, six hours, what can you get done in six hours? I watched the presentations and was kind of blown away. And, and I know you were impressed by, you know, both concepts they're, they're well, I mean, they were really viable, right? That's something that you could really take and really run with. Um, you know, I, at some, some institutions, they do semester long projects, right? It's yeah. like a sponsored studio. And, um, you know, there's usually a, a high cost that comes with that, um, to, to, uh, the brand that's participating. And, uh, we're not that at that stage of doing that. And I'm sure there's some real value in doing something that long, you know, much, much longer, you can really dive deeper. Um, but what, you know, I guess for you, like why, why even spend the time doing something like six hours? I mean, obviously yeah. there's a result like, or we wouldn't do it, but why, why do you think it's valuable even in a short amount of time to do something like this with, with students? Yeah. Cause I think even in a short period of time, you can, you can find those aha moments, um, things that you would not be thinking about. I think that's the, the biggest part for me. And also um, to bring my design team up and have them also participating with the students at the same time um, was really beneficial uh, to have my design team come up and actually see how they're thinking about it and interpret that and sort of see the excitement that they see and also realizing the way that they're thinking about how this could be cool, how this could be innovative and exciting to them. I think is really inspiring to my team that I brought um, to also get inspired and remember you know, design is really a, a way to affect change, but also just do really fun and interesting things. Um, and so I think that was really good for the team, my team on my side, as well as the students to see, hey, here's a really sleepy, like <laughs> a really sleepy industry that's kind of gross. And like, why would I ever want to work there? And then to see where it can go and how interesting it could be 
and really be a, a, a disruption and looks like some of these very designed uh, high-end brands with great experiences, how you could change something to be like that. And I think we've seen that across industry as, as companies have made their industry cool or um, you know, well-designed and the experiences are really thought out. They, they thrive and they, they thrive in sales and they thrive in, in brand creation and market share. So I think all of that is, is good for students to see that um, you can really make, you can make anything really amazing if you, if you have the skill and design skill to apply it. So, well, I think that's, that's something that we wanted to present to the students as well as like an extracurricular opportunity is here's a chance for you to experience an industry that maybe you never considered before, right? Or a design challenge in a space that you're not familiar with. And it's a real chance for them to stretch themselves. I I think a lot of them get really comfortable in, well, this is the outdoor sport that I love. And so I'm just going to think about climbing, right? Because I climb, right? But that's not really the real world as a designer, right? You're you're being thrown problems all the time that you're not familiar with or mm-hmm. or spaces or people that that you don't interact with. And so it's really on you to to get uncomfortable and dive deep into a space that maybe you don't know anything about, right? And it's all about solving a problem versus solving a problem in a space that you like or are familiar with. So I, I think that was interesting for a lot of these students who maybe Maybe there was one. I, I know Molly is interested in the medical space, um, and we talk about that um, in our our interview with her. But um, I think most of them hadn't really considered medical devices or first aid as you know a pathway for them or a product that they had even really considered. Um, yeah. But you know, you can speak to that since you know going through school, you probably worked on projects that you didn't care about, right? But you had to get excited about the problem. Um, any thoughts there? Yeah, you know, I mean what got me interested in design in the first place was uh, an experience I had with, uh, I was teaching snowboarding and um, this student had awful gear. It was terrible. And I was like, man, I talked to his parents and I said, Hey, really, you know, if they had better gear, I really think they could do better. And uh, they left and they came back the next day and the dad had like gone crazy and like bought the nicest snowboard, the nicest boots, the nicest bike, everything. The kid was decked out. And he really performed at a high level. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's so cool. And at that moment, I realized that like, oh, you know, better things, better products, they make, they can improve performance, right? And yeah, I had a, a big interest in, in doing those things. And I've had, I've had opportunities to do that. Um, but I've also found that um, there's lots of areas in industry that haven't seen that improvement in product to see the performance increase or the effectiveness increase or the life-saving maybe uh, opportunity there. And what's really interesting about my medic is they kind of grabbed hold of, Hey, here's an opportunity to make this uh, space a lot cooler and a lot um, more innovative, um, uh, intuitive and, uh, and it just a lot more, just a lot more appeal to these products. Um, and so when I think about my medic, I think about, you know, how can we be as cool as a brand like GoPro, where they speak to a diverse audience, they sort of represent this very cool sport. Um, 
you know, how can we have that same vibe that people, this is their go-to for sport and fitness, you know, prevention and recovery products or um, first aid trauma gear for outdoor sport, like mountain biking or, you know, whatever. And I think uh, that's a really cool opportunity to, to change an industry that's been sleepy for a long time. I think so many designers like are seeking opportunities or problems that like really matter. Right. And, and really um, affect people in a meaningful way. And, and so that's where I would think this space that you're in would be especially exciting for a designer, right? Because you were working on products and experiences that could, you know, you know, alleviate pain, um, you know, or save a life. Right. It's like what, how, you know, how much more impactful do you want to be than, than that? Like creating products that, that help alleviate people's pain and, and maybe even save someone's life, right. Um, mm-hmm. by providing them a, a better experience. So uh, I, I think that's, what's interesting, especially about the design challenge, right. Was, was this opportunity to really work on a meaningful, meaningful product, a meaningful, um, project for these students. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what do you feel like the result of this was like you walking away, driving back to, to Salt Lake, mm-hmm. um, and now marinating on, on, on the experience for a couple of weeks now, like, you know, what do you walk away with from, yeah. you know, doing the design sprint with students? You know, I was actually super, you know, I, I, I was, ex- I always expect a lot from people <laughs> and, uh, I expect a lot from things that I, that I work on as well. And um, I was over the moon about what we had come up with and the sort of um, the seeds that were planted in my mind about what we could make the space that we explored with students, what we could do there and how impactful it could be. Um, I think that was the big takeaway for me. Um, but also seeing the concept specifically and, and realizing um, just the amount of, of uh, product opportunity and product line extension that we could have in that space based on some of the, just based on this, the concepts that we saw from these two groups, student groups, um, and how, uh, just how, uh, innovative you could be in that one space it was just incredible and um and also just the capability i think you know i, I love interacting with the design community i try really hard to reach out to students i reach out to you know younger professionals a lot and i always like to be that sounding board or um you know let me review your portfolio let me talk to you about you know the angle that your, your strategy as a designer, but to see the capability of some of these designers and they all had a specific um, interest or strength and seeing those strengths in each of those students, um, as I build design teams, I'm always looking for individual strengths that are already there that I can go, you know what, if I had that strength in my team, it would, it would make the whole team, uh, they would be a team multiplier and a multiplier in my team. And I saw a lot of that. And I think that was also just really great to see the design community in Utah, just really growing um, and seeing USU as, as a really strong place to gain the, that skill and that knowledge and, and, and to craft. Right. Yeah, totally. No, I feel the same way. Um, I, you, you've mentioned maybe cause as, as, 
you know, one or two more questions. You mentioned a little bit um, just the power of like bringing some of your designers here and having you, you know, on site here on campus, like the energy that brings to not only your team, but hopefully it spreads out through the rest of my medic. Um, but I could see how as a designer, you know, if you're within the four walls of your office every day, you know, you're just swept up in just trying to keep things moving. It's, mm. I, I imagine it's hard to like step outside of that and get mm. design inspiration, right. Or find opportunities to, to get inspired, I guess. Um, that's a value that I hope we offer, you know, by providing these opportunities, we not only want to give these students an opportunity to feel inspired and work on something meaningful. And we want the company to be able to come and work on something meaningful, but hopefully another side effect of that is that your team, you know, the companies that participate in these, like leave energized, inspired, feeling like almost like they did a creative offsite for themselves as a team. I don't know if that that was a result or or if that's been a result in other design storm sprints that you've done in the past. Yeah, and this in this specific design sprint, um, you know, we we always have the future in mind, and um, you know, design teams are always thinking like forwardly about where do we need to go as a brand, where what product line offerings do we need to do, what you know that forward thinking element. Um, it takes time to create strategies. It takes time to research opportunity spaces and know where to go. Um, and to have this opportunity to, again, step out of our box and go and look at something totally differently um, definitely helps to just have the time to think, uh, you know, future strategy. Um, but also, I think really just it makes us feel like we have a great support if we need, hey, I, we've got another thing that we're working on. Um, hey, let's do that again. That really worked well for us. And uh, we just really feel like uh, USU is supporting industry as well um, by, by offering this awesome you know, experience for us to, do, to have. And I think that's super valuable. And my, my team still is like, well, that was so cool what that person said. Or now we're starting to work on the elements of that project. And, you know, not everything that was created was, was, you know, gold, but I think a lot of the stuff that we found has been this awesome seed and we've gotten lots of these different seeds that we've planted. And now as we're working on the branding elements, as we're working on positioning, as we're looking at our competition, uh, I think we're thinking a little bit bigger and grander and, uh, and whatnot towards the, the space that we're, we're going to approach. And I think it's totally different mindset that we, if, if we would have just been like, oh yeah, go ahead and like, let's make some stuff for that space now. It's like, no, it's totally different feeling now. Right. Well, we'll, we'll have to do another one of these, a part two, if, if, and when some of these ideas, um, you know, are developed and maybe see the market in one form or another. Right. Um, I think, I think there's definitely an opportunity for a part two in the future, right? Whether, whether one of those student ideas really goes to market or not, I don't think there's an expectation there, but it sounds like there's some influences, right. That might seep out, um, in, into other areas, which is really exciting. And I think it's exciting for the students to feel like they contributed to something real. Yeah. I think definitely the, the, we just feel so inspired and so, um, you know, our target has been elevated for sure by having this experience. And um, I think that's the biggest value that was created is we're thinking about things in such a better way. And the team is just 
excited about what they saw in the excitement that they saw in the students. And they're trying to translate that now into this greater thing, which is perfect. So part two, for sure. Yeah, that's great. That's great. Well, and future design sprints, we're always open. We've got open Fridays. Um, so yeah. you just say the word, we'll do another one with you for sure. Yeah. Um, any parting thoughts or how's the best way to stay in touch with you, with my medic in the future? You know, uh, my medic's on, um, obviously it's on Instagram and, uh, it's a really good way to see what we're working on and what, you know, what things have come out. Um, but yeah, if there's any students who want to talk directly to me about what they're working on, if they've got projects or they're entrepreneurial and they're, they're kind of moving things in their own way, or if they have questions about industry and, and how to present themselves, I mean, I'm always, I'm always open for that and just feel free to email me and uh, I'd love to talk to you. You can call me or text me. I'm super open to just having great design conversations. So. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll leave your email in the, in the show notes if that works. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Evan, thank you so much. Thanks as always for your support of the program of our students. You've, you've been an awesome friend of the program. So thank you for all you do. Yeah, love it. I'm happy to do it. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening to the Highlander Podcast. For more conversations with outdoor leaders, subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts, watch episodes on the Outdoor Product Design and Development YouTube channel, or on opdd.usu.edu slash podcast. Follow along on Instagram at USU Outdoor Product and let us know how you're enjoying the show.